Welcome to the Inspiration to Grow podcast with me, Lisa Oberbichler, your host and personal growth strategist. This is the place to be to transform your thoughts and habits, tap into the superpower of mindset, and become the best version of yourself. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Welcome back to the Inspiration to Grow podcast. In today's episode, we're welcoming Tara DeRuz to the show. Tara is a CrossFit Level 1 personal trainer at Top Performance Gym in Port Elgin, Ontario, Canada. As well as a former CrossFit and Olympic lifting coach teaching group classes at Sogging Shores Fitness. She is also an amateur bikini bodybuilder recently placing top three in her first open regional competition and is currently in prep for her second show. Her life thrives around fitness, wellness, and mental well-being, and she strives to coach and encourage others to live a happy, healthier lifestyle. And I'm so thrilled to have you here with us today. Uh, And I would like to say, Huge congratulations on such a fantastic placing in your first ever bodybuilding competition. Welcome to the podcast, Tara. Thank you. Uh, I'm so honored to be here. This is my very first podcast. I'm so excited. <laughs> that's, that's great. No, and let's just jump into the questions I have for you today. Um, but I'd like you to begin by telling us something about the fitness industry that not many people know about. Yeah, so um, there's a lot of topics about this, but I'd say the main thing about the fitness industry is having to do with the fitness influencers that you see online. Um, You got to be careful with who you're following and who you're idolizing, uh, just because you don't know what's happening really behind the scenes. Uh, I know not all, but a lot of the super shredded Instagram um, and TikTok athletes or bodybuilders that you see online. Um, Most of, not all of them, but there's a good majority that taken some type of enhancements um, to make them look that way. Uh, Now they won't tell you this because they want you to have this misguided information so that they can profit, um, telling you that you need these supplements to achieve your goals. um, When in fact, most supplements are like extremely overrated. Uh, If you're eating enough protein, getting fruits and vegetables, healthy fats, and making sure that you're getting adequate sleep and proper rest, you really don't need any of these supplements um, because you're already pretty much covering your main basis. Uh, I especially see majority of misguided information targeted towards women. Uh, I know that when you search up women's fitness tools, you see these like booty bands and like colored candy colored three pound weights and these unique different exercises that will help build your butt or grow your glutes. Um, I know I fell for these when I first started my fitness journey. Um, And yeah, they can help with building strength and muscle, but it's going to be very slow. Um, I was frustrated when I didn't see the results that I hoped for, and it made me want to give up. Um, So Ultimately, don't fall for quick fixes that you see online with your fitness. Um, A sound diet and consistent exercise are really the only ways to achieve good health. Um, Yet, 
an entire industry tries to profit from you by telling you otherwise, like take this pill or drink this tea or follow this 30 day challenge to get shredded. Um, most of the time, if it sounds too good to be true, it is. Tara, what an important message. You hit on a number of different points there, but uh, I really, really, really love the message. And that is something that we have to be very, very careful of in times of such a, a prevalent presence of social media and all the influencers, right? Exactly. Now, how did you get into CrossFit yourself? Yeah, so um, I was working at Top Performance as just the uh, front desk receptionist. And um, my boss, he actually owned another gym, Soggy Shores Fitness. And that's a CrossFit gym. Um, unfortunately, it is closed down as of uh, last August. Um, but yeah, I didn't know what I really wanted in career. I just knew that I loved working out and I loved helping people. And he suggested personal training for me. And um, so I was looking up different online courses and everything. And that's when he told me about um, CrossFit and to get my level one. So I went down to Toronto. It was um, a year and a half ago. I got my level one at the CrossFit Coliseum. Uh, and then I just jumped right into uh, CrossFit classes. I started off with just teaching like one or two classes a week. Um, and then as I taught myself more about coaching and um, the fundamentals of CrossFit, um, then I jumped into uh, Olympic weightlifting too. Um, so yeah, it was, a, it was a good journey. Yeah. Great. Now, CrossFit hit the fitness scene in the early 2000s, and it completely changed what people could do in a group setting with weights, right? So it CrossFit, I think, turned fitness into a sort of tribal experience where community was everything or is everything. And there, there are even competitions among gym members. Um, personal stats and scores are posted on the boards for everyone to see. I mean, can you give us your take. Can you explain to listeners what CrossFit actually is and the philosophy behind the sport? Yeah, of course. Um, so I'll dive into the philosophy and then um, I'll tell you kind of what it looks like and what to expect out of a class. Um, so in definition, CrossFit is constantly varied functional movement performed at high intensity. Um, essentially, CrossFit is the sport of fitness. Um, now, CrossFit focuses on four different fitness models. The first model being the 10 general physical skills. Um, this includes endurance, stamina, strength, flexibility, power, speed, coordination, agility, balance, and accuracy. Um, now, the idea of this first model is that you are as fit as you are competent in each of these 10 skills. Um, mm -hmm. The second model would be the hopper. Um, so just imagine like a hopper loaded with an infinite number of physical activities and different challenges and being asked to perform um, challenges randomly drawn from the hopper. Um, essence of the second model is that the view of fitness is about performing well at any and every task. Um, so this encourages athletes to disinvest in any set notion of 
sets, reps, exercises, and routines. Um, just because when you get into a routine and you start doing that over and over again, you eventually hit a plateau and you won't see um, as much progress as if you're constantly um, trying different things, right? Okay, yeah. Yeah, and then um, the third model would be the three metabolic pathways. Um, so first one being the phosphagen, which just means high power activities, uh, those that are lasting less than 10 seconds. Um, an example of this would be like a one rep max deadlift. Um, the second pathway is glycolytic. Um, so moderate powered activities, those that last up to several minutes, like a 400 meter sprint. And then the last is oxidative. So low powered activities, those that last in excess of several minutes, like a 5k jog. Um, with this model, we try to train in all three of those pathways to get the most um, fitness possible. Ah, oh, fascinating. Now, is, is CrossFit for someone who is starting out their fitness journey, who has perhaps never set foot in a gym before? Of course, yeah. Um, when I was coaching classes, we had a few athletes that um, – never really worked out before they didn't know what it was um but yeah it's for everyone um we just break down movements and do what they're capable of and build up their fitness until they can um go into either like heavier weight or into the olympic lifts um for example a new client um joining the olympic weightlifting class um if we're doing cleans that day um then we break it down and we teach them um, how to do a front squat properly, um, or sorry, how to do a deadlift properly first and then a front squat. And then we kind of blend them together until they get the full movement down. So we really focus on the form and the mechanics before we start pushing for intensity. Okay, so anyone starting out as a beginner then would learn the, the basics even of weightlifting? Could we, could we, is that correct? Yes. Yeah. Um, it's for everyone. Um, we've had a lot of beginners and then um, they stuck with us and they became like really good athletes um, going into the CrossFit Open games. Um, yeah. So it's for everyone. So there are actual competitions specifically for CrossFitters. Yes, um, I know that um, there's a big competition held every year for the highest athletes, and uh, that's a big event that crowds of people watch. Um, but then there's also like CrossFit Open Games, um, which everyone in the world can participate in and post their um, results on um, a big CrossFit page. Um, so I know that in our gym, we did a CrossFit Open and we hosted a big event where we all came and um, basically competed against each other um, in a friendly competition. Um, yeah, it's a healthy, uh, sorry, healthy uh, competitions with the games. So uh, how, what are the, uh, this might be, difficult because you've talked now a lot about it and you've explained it very well but 
um, what are the benefits of choosing, let's say, CrossFit over other fitness routines? I mean, I I can see a bit of a difference, but I'll I'll let you as the as the expert as professional explain it. But I I can see many benefits getting involved in CrossFit as opposed to doing any kind of weightlifting routine solo on your own. Yeah. So um, a big thing about CrossFit is the community support. Um, It's a big group of like-minded people with similar goals um, to make themselves just a little bit better each day. So everyone's really connected and we help motivate each other. Um, So it's a lot better than just working out on your own. Um, You have that right? And it keeps you motivated. Right. Um, another thing, um, benefit of CrossFit would be um, the efficiency of the exercise that you get. Um, you get like a full workout in like a 10 to 15 minute wad and you get the full package in a shorter period of time. Um, oh, so a lot of bang for your buck then. Exactly. Um, another thing would be it. CrossFit helps train your brain. I mean, a lot of every exercise does. But the intense, challenging aspect of CrossFit helps you build grit and perseverance and determination. And uh, it makes you think, oh, if I can get through this workout, what else can I push through? Oh, so there's a really strong mindset piece then behind it as well. Exactly. Oh, great. Are there any risks that uh, people should be aware of? Yeah. um, Well, I mean, risk of injury is unavoidable with any type of exercise, including CrossFit, Um, especially in the Olympic lifting portion of CrossFit. Um, But that's why we master the fundamentals first, um, breaking down the movements and um, really stress on the importance of good form and good mechanics. Um, It's also why we include um, warm-ups and mobility practice at the beginning of our classes. Mm, Okay, so now, Uh, I can see how someone young, you know, uh, 20s, 30s, possibly even 40s could go at this perhaps a bit uh, harder or more intense than someone in their 50s, 60s and 70s. And so the reason I'm I'm asking this next question is I have quite a quite a wide range uh, of ages that follow the podcast. I have some who are under 17, but I also have listeners who are uh, over 70. So, and my husband and I know two people. We've met them recently here in Port Elgin. One is a gentleman. He's actually a medical doctor who started CrossFit. I believe he was 55 when he started and he is fanatic about it. And we also met a woman and I believe her age was 47. And this was actually her first time into, let's say, a a fitness routine of sorts. She's, she was always active, but, but there is a certain intensity and you mentioned that is one of the pillars too. So uh, if someone's starting out, uh, let's say at, a, at an advanced age, um, what things would they have to be careful of? Um, what suggestions would you make uh, getting a doctor's approval beforehand? I'm sure is one of the things, but uh how how are these how is the intensity and the exercises how are they modified for someone of a more advanced age let me put it that way yeah so 
Um, in my CrossFit gym, um, we had a 8 a.m. express class. Um, that just means instead of one hour, it was 45 minutes. Um, and that class was all 55 plus. Um, yeah, and we just modify the exercises to their intensity um, and just work with them. Like um, we always monitor and we can change exercises. So I know one of my athletes, um, he couldn't do box jumps. So instead of box jumps, we did box step ups. Um, so we kept the intensity up. Um, instead of like 10 box jumps, we did 15 step ups. Um, just so that everyone's getting the same workout, but in their own style, in their own intensity. Um, so we try not to push them too far, um, but just to the right amount that they can still get a workout in and feel accomplished. Um, yeah, oh, this, and with the... Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> um, and with the um, express class as well, um, I know as we get older, we get a lot more stiffer. Um, especially in like our hips. Um, so with that class, I really emphasize the mobility of it. Um, we would work on our hip mobility and just moving right so that throughout the day, um, we just don't get stiff, right? Right, right. So you're giving them uh, tools and exercises uh, to to help their mobility, not only during the workout, but also throughout the day. Exactly. Yes. I'm getting very intrigued by this. I mean, um, I admittedly, I've never done CrossFit before. Uh, I'm, I have, you know, certain mobility issues, but the way you are presenting it, it sounds quite fascinating because what you're saying is that uh, anyone at any age can start to do it and things are modified to suit their needs and fitness goals could we say that yeah um so with crossfit it's um big on functional training mm -hmm. um so functional training um we do a lot like deadlifts and then that can go back into everyday life for just like picking up objects um we do medicine ball throws um so that can replicate like picking up um your grandchild um yeah, we try to make it functional so that you can, it's easier to perform in everyday life, right? And you don't limit yourself. Yeah, I, I like I like those two examples of real life applications then. You are strengthening the areas that you need for everyday tasks. Yes. And to prevent injury, of course, right? Of course. Yes. Now, can we just touch on the um, heart rate aspect of this? Because... Uh, I believe the intensity would definitely be beneficial in elevating that heart rate and um, giving you a good workout from that perspective, right? Yeah, yeah, you definitely get your sweat on in CrossFit classes. Yeah, it's, it's not like you're doing cardio, but um, you are pushing your body, right? Yes, um, there is some cardio aspects of the workout, um, but it's kind of blended in with the weightlifting portion too. Mm -hmm. um, so for example, um, in our wads, which is workout of the day, 
we do like interval training and circuits. Um, so uh, one example is an AMRAP, which means uh, as many rounds as possible in a certain period of time. Uh, so that can be like a 400 meter sprint plus 10 deadlifts plus 10 burpees. So it combines that aspect of the cardio with the weightlifting. Um, yeah, so you, you get kind of a mix of everything. A well-rounded fitness routine. Exactly. Uh, now, CrossFit can be very strenuous depending on the level at which you, you do it at, right? And it can also be very taxing on your body. I'd like to ask you how you personally, how do you push yourself to achieve such a high level of fitness? Yeah, so um, I believe to get that level of fitness, you have to have a balance of your whole lifestyle. Um, so like eating right to help support that um, fitness, like getting your right energy. Um, CrossFit also um, focuses on the nutrition part as well on the philosophy mm -hmm. um so we say to our athletes like eat meal eat meat and vegetables nuts and seeds some fruit little starch and no sugar and keep intake to levels that will support exercise and not body fat um so just making sure that you're eating clean and having right meals um doesn't mean you can't snack once in a while um but just a diet that helps support um your energy um, another big thing would be your rest and recovery. Um, if I'm really sore, then I take a rest day and um, just let my muscles recover for the next training session. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. That's rest and recovery is very important when you're pushing yourself and working with weights, right? Exactly. Um, what, just this is a very general question now and you work with a lot of uh, individuals but what role does mindset play in getting fit and maintaining a healthy lifestyle mindset is everything um so you have to tell yourself that like I can do this um because if you if you're telling yourself like I can't do this this is not who I am um you won't try um, I believe you had a episode that talked about personal identity. Mm -hmm. um, so instead of saying, oh, I'm on a diet, I need to lose weight. Um, you perceive yourself as I am a person that values my health and I eat good foods or um, I live an active, health, health, active lifestyle. Um, that's who I am. So you got to build that identity. Um, another thing with mindset is, it sounds harsh, but kind of lowering your expectations. Um, we give ourselves like big goals and then we get frustrated when we don't achieve those goals fast enough. Um, we have to like tell ourselves that, you know, it's going to take some time and it's a journey, it's not a race. Um, and that if I put in the effort every day instead of 100% effort once in a while, that's going to get you the results you want. Yeah, I'm, you're right. I mean, both fitness and um, nutrition are like marathons that we run throughout our life. We are never, ever quite finished. We're always working on them, right? 
this. It's mm-hmm. always something to be. And I, I, I like the fact that you mentioned the identity because, I mean, you, you do have to adopt a totally different thinking. You know, I'm showing up for myself. I'm taking steps in leading a healthy lifestyle and I'm going to do what it takes, you know, and not this, Ooh, uh, I don't know. I can't do this. This is too hard for me. I'm too old. You know, I'm, I'm sure some people might think CrossFit isn't for them because of a certain age that they've reached. Right. This is why yes. I was asking these questions about, yeah, if you are of advanced age, I mean, is this something you, you should maybe look into doing? And uh, you mentioned the community aspect of it. There's probably a very strong social aspect um, because you're with like-minded people, right? Yeah. Um, Yeah. Another thing um, about the mindset would be when you're first starting out, I know when I first started working out in the gym, um, I was just, I was always embarrassed to be in there. Like I felt like I didn't know what I was doing. Um, And I still feel like that some days. Um, But I mean, you got to know that everyone in that place started out at some place as well. They they were a beginner at some point. Um, And that no one's judging you. Everyone's already just focusing on themselves. Um, Yeah. And just if you feel embarrassed, just push through the embarrassment. Um, I know I felt this. I was doing uh, leg exercises, I was doing hip thrusts. Um, And I like the exercise, but I hate doing it just because I feel really embarrassed doing it. But I just got to put my headphones on, put the music loud and just say to myself, like, it's only embarrassing if I think it is. Um, Yeah, everyone's just trying to be a better version of themselves. Exactly. Tune out that negative voice, tune out the noise and show up for yourself, right? Yes. I'm really glad you mentioned the self-conscious piece because I I think women in particular uh, feel this way a lot, a lot of times at the gym, right? And, um, you know, we shouldn't compare ourselves to others. Like you said, we're there to better ourselves. And that is our number one priority, Right. Mm-hmm. Now, you've taken part in a competitive bodybuilding show. I think it was in Niagara Falls, Canada, I believe, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, what kind of mindset, or actually, I, th- I think a better term for it is mental toughness, did you have to adopt to endure the weeks of grueling? And I think they are grueling preparation leading up to this competition and you you had a fantastic placing by the way in your very first competition and I think you you also told me you are prepping for the next one so what kind of mental toughness goes into the preparation yeah so um the journey was it was very tough it was a lot harder than I expected it to be um there's a lot of tears shed uh, especially during peak week but um I just kept telling myself you know whatever scary for me is um, going to help me be a better version of myself, whatever scary is meant for me. Um, and the uncomfortable things um, build you up. So um, I kept telling myself like, you know, 
I'm going to feel so much better when it's done. Like everything's going to taste so good when I'm done. Just, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's just the, um, you keep imagining the feeling of what it's going to be like. Um, yeah, I know there's, there's a lot of times where I felt like I couldn't do it. And, um, I almost quit at some point, but, um, I told myself, you know what, even if I don't place, um, I'm still a winner. Like I still did this. I, I never thought in my life that I would be on stage, let alone in a bikini in front of people. Um, yeah. So no matter what I placed, it was a win for me. Oh, absolutely. I, absolutely. I mean, I've never done anything like that before, but I, I, I have talked to a few people and, uh, you know, I've read enough about it to know that the, I think it's a 10 or a 12 week, very grueling prep that you undergo before the competition. And there is an extreme level of mental toughness that you need to have or develop. And you, you are a winner because I mean, in the end, you challenged yourself to do something right. And this kind of brings me to my next question. I mean, do you feel it's important for women to challenge themselves? I mean, I, I'm not talking about a bikini bodybuilding competition. That's definitely not for everyone. I think that's maybe for 1% of the population, but um, women and challenges for themselves. Do you try to, the, I, mean, I mean, with the clients you're working with, do you try to challenge them um, in some form? Uh because I think it's I think it's important for everyone to to work towards a goal or challenge themselves in some in some way. Yeah, I always encourage people to challenge themselves um, just because you never know what you're capable of until you actually try it out. Um, people are capable of so much more than they think they are. Um, yeah. And then that sense of empowerment you get from achieving a goal or even if it's just a small one like um get in 10,000 steps a day um just knowing that you did it and you think to yourself well what else I can can I do um I'm capable of so much more and it just builds your confidence um I feel like that's a lot a big thing uh women and girls struggle with um I mean men too but um yeah it's just confidence nowadays it's it's really low and um, yeah, just men, sorry, um, working out or even if it's not working out, just challenging yourselves to do things like right, right. breathing more or eating healthier, just everything is important to, um, build yourself. Right. So you're saying, uh, to increase your confidence, set those maybe smaller daily challenges or even larger challenges and uh, yeah, once you achieve that, then push yourself to to achieve the next uh, challenge or goal. And and that those are important confidence building blocks, right? Exactly, um, because you're never going to be fully satisfied once you finish your goal. You're always going to have a new goal, and it's just one big never-ending journey. And that's what I love about it because it's like. I'm never, I'm not finished. Like I still have so much more to do and I'm just excited to see where I can go. 
good for you. Good for you. How do you personally inject the fun factor, as I like to call it, the fun factor into your uh, personal fitness routine? Yeah, so I think the biggest thing with my working out um, would be my music. Um, uh, music is so important to me and um, just having a good playlist for your workout just makes it you have more energy when you listen to it, right? Mm -hmm. um, another thing would be like doing an exercise that you love to do. Um, it doesn't have to necessarily be like CrossFit or lifting weights. Um, I know when I was in my prep, um, there are some days where I'm like, I, I can't work out. Like I can't look at a dumbbell right now. Um, so instead I went for a run because I, I love running. Um, and you achieve more when you do something that you enjoy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you stick with it uh, much, much better too, right? Yes. Uh, what is your favorite CrossFit exercise? I know, I know there are tons of them, but what is your personal favorite CrossFit exercise in a routine? Ah, um, yeah. So I'd say my, my favorite would be the clean and jerk. Um, Mostly because it, um, I perform best at that exercise. Um, I feel like that one just comes naturally to me. Um, I worked on it for a while until like I could actually get my, my body weight in above my head. And that just made me feel so accomplished. Um, so I'd say that one's my favorite just because it made me feel strong. <laughs> right. Now, now I know what you're talking about, but uh, can you explain for anyone who doesn't understand what a clean and jerk is? Can you just walk us through what that is? So they get the full appreciation of, yeah. of, of um, this type of exercise. So I'll explain it the best I can. Um, so a clean and jerk, it basically it's a barbell with weights. Um, mm -hmm. It starts on the ground. Um, you kind of deadlift it up so that, oh, this is kind of tough to try to explain, but um, it's like a mix of a deadlift and a front squat. And right. then you push the weight over your head and you land in like a lunge stance. Oh, um, well explained. Yeah, I think everyone... Can so you're bending over, you're lifting up the barbell. Yes. You're going into a squat position while this is kind of resting on your chest, right? Yes. Yes. And then you propel yourself with all your strength and you lift it over your you lift the barbell over your head and you go into a lunge position holding it there, right? Yes. Yes. Sorry, I'm not the very best with it, um, explaining over the phone, but no, of um, course, <laughs> I, <do. laughs> I like to do some demos in my um, workout. So of course, I, yeah, <laughs> of course. I just thought if anyone doesn't know, doesn't have the full appreciation of what a clean jerk is, I mean, yeah. this is a really tough thing. And when you do, um, you said you can clean and jerk your your own weight or more than that. You said, yeah, I got to my own weight um which was like 115 at the time um yeah I haven't done it in a while so the strength has definitely gone down 
Um, especially with this prep right now, I can't lift as much, but that's all right with me. (laughs) Good, good, good. No variety is the spice in the gym, isn't it? Mm -hmm. So, um, for all the, uh, I'm going to say women, but I have some men who listen to this as well. So uh, what types of exercises should everyone, women and men include in their regular fitness routine. I'm talking about ones that are particularly important for strength and prevention of any um, injuries that we might endure. Yeah, um, I'd say the biggest thing would be mobility, just working on your mobility, Um, just so that Again, you don't get as injured as easily um, because, again, you get stiff when you don't practice mobility or if you don't do your stretching, Mm -hmm. Um, especially if you're lifting weights, um, you really get stiff. Um, Mm -hmm. Another thing would just be, I'd say walking, just moving in general. Um, A lot of people now have desk jobs, so they're sitting all the time. um, And then the only chance of movement they get is when they go to the gym. Um, so just incorporating more walking would be great for everyone. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Good. So your biggest recommendation is mobility exercises, walking, move your body. Um, just, uh, keep it active, right? Yes. Because there's no specific exercise, um, that suits everyone in general, um, everyone has different strengths and what they enjoy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, just basically get your body moving. Good, good. Now, we're coming to the end here, but I, I like to ask everyone, what is the one takeaway you'd like everyone to know from today's talk? So I'd say um, the biggest takeaway is just to get your body moving and in a way that's enjoyable and fun for you, whether that's like CrossFit or kickboxing or running or going for walks, just anything that you enjoy, because that's what will help get you rolling. Um, And keep you rolling. And keep you rolling, exactly. Mm -hmm. Um, Another thing would be stay consistent. Um, Consistency doesn't mean never messing up. We all make mistakes. We all... um, skip a healthy meal once in a while or skip a workout um consistency is just about not giving up right right oh those are two great tips um i want to say thank you so much for sharing your insights and your expert advice with us today and uh how can listeners connect with you tara yeah so you can connect with me i guess over instagram um at tara DeRoos. Um, I know I don't post too much on there, but um, I do post um, some of my meals um, with the nutrition and all the ingredients on my stories. Um, Same with some of my workouts. Um, If you're in Port Elgin and you're interested in personal training or visiting our top performance gym, um, we offer kickboxing, jujitsu, personal training, um, a 24-hour gym. Um, Yeah, get your fitness on. Um, just you can contact Top Performance um, or go on their website, topperformancegym.com. 
I will definitely add the links in today's show notes to your Instagram account and uh, the ones you just mentioned, Tara. And I just like to say what a powerful message from a very powerful young lady. We heard firsthand about the world of CrossFit, the mental toughness, and a very strong mindset piece. Thanks again, Tara, for taking time out of your busy coaching schedule to be with us today. Of course. Thank you for having me. I'm very honored to be here. And that's a wrap for today's show, friends. You owe it to yourself to take care of yourself, show up for yourself, and be the best version of you. In case you haven't heard it yet today, let me be the first to tell you, you are incredible, capable, and your potential is limitless. I believe in you 100%. Now go out there and show the world what you are truly made of. I hope that we hope with Tara's help to have inspired you to grow today. Thanks for listening. Till next time. Thanks so much for tuning in and listening to today's talk. Check out today's show notes for ways to connect with me. And for additional weekly mindset hacks and tangible action steps, click the link in the show notes to reach my website, Inspiration to Grow. That's with the digit two. One more thing, if you enjoyed this podcast, tag me and share it in your Instagram or Facebook stories, or simply share it with a friend who might need a pep talk today. Be sure to subscribe on your preferred podcast site, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music Podcast, and this way you'll never miss an episode. If you like paying it forward, please consider leaving a review. You'd help my podcast get prioritized and shared with other people who may need this message. I appreciate you and encourage you to make every day count.